0: If you try and game the system, like putting in that job description into your resume and all that other stuff, you might get to the recruiter, but you're doing it in ways that are kind of like cheating, right? And now you're putting your reputation on the line in an era where authenticity is the word of the year. So it's
1: so important to take a step back and zoom out. Kara likes to say this all the time, zoom out and look at the opportunities for what they are and say to myself, okay, who am I? And how can I be unique and showcase my value add that sets me apart?
0: Welcome to the Career Advancement Academy.
1: We're your hosts, Jack and Kara Dennison, and we're your ultimate career coaches.
0: We're here to help you find, land, and crush your dream job. And help you live an amazingly authentic life while doing it. If you're a professional ready to make the money you're worth, make an impact at companies you like, and live authentically, this podcast is for you.
1: Welcome to the Career Advancement Academy. Class is in session. Happy New Year, welcome back, career advancers. Your favorite career coaches are back at it again. We're here with the next episode of the Career Advancement Academy, and it's a fun little episode we've got today.
0: This whole month, we are talking about how to advance your career and hit the new year with hitting the ground running. We are so, so excited because this month we are going to be talking about some actionable tips to get your branding on point, your resume on point, and do it authentically. Did you know that last year, 2023, I can't even believe that's been last year. It went by so fast. Last year, Merriam-Webster named the word authentic as the word of the year.
1: What's funny is that that was like our theme in the entire year. Uh, We had no idea.
0: Well, we'll have to pay uh, Miriam Webster their check for uh, it's (laughs) on the way. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. But what I love about that is it's really a a big thing, right? Being authentic is huge. in this day and age with social media, with, you know, not knowing exactly how to be your authentic self, we're, It's something we've really focused on. We really have been teaching our clients how to not just have a strategic job search, but how to be authentic in doing a strategic job search. And so if that's something that you're looking to do where you're just tired, you're tired of trying to be a different version of yourself in your career, a different version of yourself at work than you are at home. And you're just tired of necessarily, not necessarily being yourself and having your work take advantage of you and you want to work at a place where you can authentically be yourself, you are valued for what you bring to the table and you're paid well as well, then hey, listen up because this month we're talking about all of that stuff about how you can be your authentic self in your personal and professional branding, how you can really let yourself shine and go after a job search where you can find that company that's really going to value you. Because what we have found is the more authentic you are in your job search, in your career, the more you can really align yourself to your values and your personal value proposition in all areas of your life, you tend to have a more fulfilled life.
1: I 100% agree. And I can't wait to dive in. What's our episode for today?
0: So we're going to start with the thing that most people struggle with when it comes to making a change, which is your resume. And so this episode's title is reasons why your resume is never chosen. And we're going to give you some tips on how to create a strategic resume and how to really start on that resume building process. And throughout the rest of this month, we're going to talk about how you can infuse your story, your authentic self, not only into your resume, but into your LinkedIn profile and into the rest of your personal branding online, in person, and in interviews and in throughout your career. This is something that we really focus on in our careers and in our company. And if you are struggling with this, we will help you do that. Now, I have written over 5,000 resumes throughout my career over the last 10 years. And one of the things that I really love and kind of nerd out about is being able to write resumes for other people and meet with them one-on-one and hear what that authentic story is. Find out what is your special skills, your strengths, your unique value proposition, and create that really exciting document for you. Help translate that onto your LinkedIn profile. And the unspoken benefit is that boost in confidence that you get where you get to say, yes, this is me, right? But if investing in a resume writer is not for you, well, we have a resume and LinkedIn mini course that will give you all of our templates, all of our best practices. And if that's not for you, well, then this episode is for you where we're going to give you some tips to make sure that you can start tackling your resume on your own.
1: I love it. I think it's going to be so important to when you're building your own personal brand to make sure when you're standing out in the job market, that really it's that unique combination of your skills and experiences that define really your professional image that we're looking to bring to the table.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, as you know, and we're going to kind of go after this, it's hard to stand out in a job market, right? Especially when you're up against applicant tracking systems, you're up against hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of other candidates that are applying for the jobs that you're um, applying for as well. You're up against recruiters who are overworked and only scanning your resume for about six seconds. And so we want to really make sure that having a differentiated personal brand that sets you apart is going to help with you standing against Uh, standing up against the rest of the crowd and making a mark, right?
1: Yeah, I think it's really going to be important when we're going through this process to realize that a resume is just not a document, but it's a strategic tool that reflects every part of our personal branding.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that we're going to be talking about throughout this month is understanding your UVP, your unique value proposition. I've written a Forbes article about this. I talk about it tomorrow in our YouTube video. But really, your UVP is a clear statement that describes what makes you the ideal candidate, how your skills can solve the employer's need, and what distinguishes you from the composite competition. Why I think that this is such a powerful thing. And if you're listening to this at the beginning of the year, it's a great thing for you to define and really embody as you go throughout either a job search or as you advance in your career or just in general, as you define your personal branding, because of the fact that it's going to set the style, tone and content of your resume. But also it's going to help you differentiate yourself from your competition and figure out what your personal brand is.
1: I love it. I I think it's so important because we all like to tell a story in some way, shape or form every single day from the clothes we put on to the attitude that we present for how we talk to people. Well, that's what our branding is doing. Our unique value proposition is stepping in the door with you. It's almost beating you to the punch and your unique value proposition has to be clear. It has to be understood and people need to get it when they see what you bring to the table.
0: Yeah. And so usually a unique value proposition is in a similar formula. Like I help target audience achieve specific results by providing unique services and skills, right? That's a very basic formula, but how you develop that is really going to be diving into your values, what's important to you, your style, your experience, your skill set, your history, right? All of those things. And we're gonna dive into that into the YouTube video that I put out tomorrow. So definitely check out that and we'll talk a little bit about that in in the upcoming weeks. But this is going to also set the tone for your job search and for your resume as you go through and start building this out right so for instance if you're a marketing executive a great uvp might be as a seasoned marketing executive i elevate tech startups brand presence driving a 30% increase in online engagement through innovative digital strategies right so here's who i am i help this target audience achieve these results by providing these services right that's also what we do as entrepreneurs right we help high achievers and leaders live impactful lives, starting with their careers through our executive career coaching and resume writing uh, services, right? So that's our UBP too. So this is something that you can kind of come up with as you are developing it. But now as we go through and start building out your resume, we want to create this resume that is brief, it's clear, and each bullet point is going to help strengthen that UP- uvp right it's going to help support that
1: it's almost like we're writing a, a story about our career and each like bullet each experience is like a different chapter right and we're supporting the main overarching story that exactly. we're looking to tell people yeah. and, I, and i love that that that's really what we're trying to do here because that makes your story unique. You're not the same as all those 200 plus other applicants, thousands of applicants that you're seeing in the marketplace.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so what Jack is saying with storytelling is that each of these bullet points, they tell a story that support your UVP. And this is going to be one of our biggest tips, right? So a lot of times when we see resume bullet points or we review people's bullet, I'm sorry, review people's resumes because Anyone who wants to potentially work with us, they get a free consultation. You can go to our website, optimizedcareers.com, and you can book a free call and you'll be talking to one of us, which is fantastic. But one of the things that we will do for you on that call is take a look at your resume and we'll give you our honest opinions. And one of the things that we see all the time is that most of the bullet points on there tell the what right? They do the, or they talk about the what you have done in your career. And that's common, right? It's almost like the easiest thing to do is take your job description of what you've been given when you were hired for that job and kind of regurgitate it onto your resume, right? The problem with that is that it doesn't necessarily tell the story. It's a little bit boring, right? And it doesn't really speak to the impact or your uniqueness and the value that you can provide at the company, right?
1: Yeah, I also think it kind of uh, it it almost, if anything, could step you back in the eyes of somebody vetting you for the role, because if we're not providing scope, if we're not providing some key points for them to understand the metrics, the strategy, what you had to do to achieve that result, Mm -hmm. they could tend to see you as a little bit more junior.
0: Exactly. And so one of the things that we really want to make sure that you're doing is capturing your impact and the value you provide. So how do you do that, right? Yes, you can absolutely use old job descriptions for valuable insights, but one of the best tips that I give all the time, you've heard me talk about this on the podcast before, is to create a kudos folder. So this is the first week of January. If you do not have a kudos folder, guess what? You have a new opportunity this year to start creating a kudos folder. So what is a kudos folder? It is going to be a folder where either virtually or you know in a notebook, you're keeping track of all of the results, the impact, the value, the compliments, the um, achievements that you have done throughout your career. You're keeping note of that. Because when those things happen in real time, like say you complete a great project at the end of this month, it's going to take you five minutes to write that down in a notebook or take a screenshot of uh, the email from your boss saying great job and throw that into a folder somewhere. Whereas at the end of the year, when you're doing your performance review, or you're looking to do your resume, you're going to be like, I don't even remember what I did in January, right? So I always recommend taking the 30 seconds that you have in real time and putting that all somewhere. This is going to really speak to and help not only be a confidence booster for you, but speak to the impact and the actual real results that you have done. Finally, uh, or not finally, but next, we're gonna talk about the formula of writing bullet points, right? Instead of just talking about the what you did, you're going to really wanna write those bullet points to be the what you did, how it was done, and most importantly, the why. Why did you do that? Why is it so important, right? Yes, you did all of those things, but most of the time you did it for a result. You did it for a purpose. Was it to increase efficiency or productivity? Was it to save money? Was it to drive money and revenue? Was it to help make the team better or increase communication, right? All of these things are really important and it's what hiring managers are looking for. They're not looking for you to do a task. They're looking for you to come in and do a task in order to get a result, right?
1: And I think really we're psychological creatures. When we see the language of what we're looking for, it leads us quicker to get and make the move to get there. And if we're not providing this type of language for our people who are vetting us very, very quickly, they might miss it. Yeah. They
0: might not necessarily see what we want them to see. Yeah, absolutely. One of the great ways of are struggling with making some of these bullet points is to really make sure that you're asking yourself these questions. So make sure to pause this and come back to it so that you can really ask yourself these questions, right? What were some of my most significant projects? Mm-hmm. What was I really proud of? What were some of my biggest challenges, right? What did I spend the most time on? To answer that how, right? The how part of those bullet points, how did I accomplish that thing? What were some of the biggest challenges we overcame? Who did I need to work with in order to achieve that outcome? Maybe there was some software involved. What software did I have to work with to get that result? Mm -hmm. What approvals did I need to get that? How much time did it take me? And what was the budget? And to get to the why in those results, really just asking yourself, why did I do that thing? Why was it so important? What was the point? What was the expected outcome? Did I do better, right? Those things are really, really important. And so all of these things are things to keep in mind when you're telling that story. Some of the other tips that we wanted to give you is really about how the job search is versus on Google versus how to be strategic in your job search, right? We talked about authenticity versus strategy. When it comes to applying online, we're going to go back to what we have seen time and time and time again. You've probably read articles about people getting so frustrated about applying online. Well, When you apply online, there's this thing called an ATS, an applicant tracking system. Those applicant tracking systems are going to scan your resume in comparison to the job description. Now, you've seen time and time again, people giving you hints, maybe just take the job description, put it into your resume in really tiny white font, right? Maybe take ChatGPT and take the job description and change your resume to mix, to, you know, match. Here's what we recommend. We recommend that if you want to apply online, that's fine. But at the end of the day, you only have one LinkedIn profile. And that LinkedIn profile, in our opinions, like we talked about at the beginning, should really define your unique value proposition. What differentiates you from the competition? Why are you the best marketing person, the best operations person, the best I.T. person? What makes you different? And then your resume should be similar to your LinkedIn profile. And you should be applying to jobs that you are the best fit for. And when it comes to applying to jobs, we always recommend first, trying to talk to someone at that company by networking. And I know networking is a scary, scary word, We're right? talking about resumes, not network. I know, I know. But here's the thing, right? With companies, Companies value employee referrals much more highly than any application that comes in. And the reason why is that there's studies that have been shown time and time again that employee referrals make the best hires. They stay longer. They go through the hiring process faster because they know someone at the company. They are more likely to stay longer, like I said, and be more engaged in their work. And so because of this, employees or companies rather tend to have policies in place where if you are an employee referral, you are almost guaranteed an interview. So what I always recommend is find someone at the company, reach out to them, whether it's the recruiter, great, or the hiring manager or someone in the team, and try and speak to them first to one, find out if this is even a good company that you even want to work at first. And if it's not, then great. You've saved yourself a lot of time. And if it is, then ask for that employee referral because then you're beating out the hundreds of people that are just blind applying and wasting all of that time trying to apply and game the system. If you try and game the system, like putting in that job description into your resume and all that other stuff, you might get to the recruiter, but you're doing it in ways that are kind of like cheating. Right, and now you're putting your reputation on the line in an era where authenticity is the word of the year. Do you mind if I butt in Please, here for a second? I would love for you.
1: So, uh, one of the things that we've heard recently from talking to some of our app uh, from our friends that use the applicant tracking system, the recruiters, they are starting to not trust resumes mm-hmm. because of the rise of AI. They're they're intelligent. They know all of two, 2023 that resumes were being leveraged, creation of AI. Well, now all of a sudden, maybe they don't feel that you're being so truthful because your resume matches the job description to a T and they go to your LinkedIn. It's
0: not the same.
1: Don't (laughs) quite line up the same. So now they're not reaching out to you to set that screening call. And part of the issue is what are you going to do? Change your LinkedIn for every application you send out by the time somebody looks at it. You won't have time to do that. And you'll never keep track of which version of yourself you've got out there. So it's so important to take a step back and zoom out. Kara likes to say this all the time. Zoom out and look at the opportunities for what they are and say to myself, okay, who am I and how can I be unique and showcase my value add that sets me apart? And let me just focus on that. And then the rest of it, it's, it's all about your process. It's all about how am I creating the inroads that Kara mentioned to be able to get that referral link, to be able to be seen in the marketplace. And that's where we need to be putting our, our time as opposed to custom our resume for the 1500th time.
0: Mm-hmm. In the end, like Jack is saying, and in this day and age with the word authentic being such a key critical thing and employers and companies wanting authentic people who can drive results, a lot of times when you're hearing these recommendations of trying to beat the system, it's a very short-sighted approach. It's a very short-term approach, and it's only getting you to the first step, which is to the recruiter. And as much as I love recruiters. I was a recruiter. That again is just the first step. And it's not the end all be all. And it's not the final person that you're trying to impress or to connect with, right? In the end, what you're trying to do is you're trying to find a job in which you would be a very good fit. You can be authentically you and you can bring value and you can be fulfilled in your job where you can be engaged. You can make an impact where you can get paid well. And if you're doing that, trying to circumvent the system just to get to that first step, what happens when you get to that hiring manager and you've burnt out all of your energy just trying to get to the first step? What I always recommend and what we're trying to get here is, yes, you need to have a good resume that showcases your impact. Absolutely. It is one of those things that it is still what it is, right? And you also have to have that on your LinkedIn, but instead of trying to game the system Focus on you. What makes you different? What value do you bring? What is your impact and who are you authentically, both in your life and in your career? And what types of companies would you fit in? The best in, and then go out and have conversations with people. Ask for that employee referral. Be genuine, be authentic, and be excited to talk to those types of companies. Because at the end of the day, hiring managers are going to want to talk to you if that's the game you're playing because it's real and it's authentic and you're having a conversation instead of trying to wade through other people who are your competition, who are just trying to game the system. Because what type of worker are you going to be if your job search? is filled with shortcuts and cheating, right? And so that's why we always recommend, and that's what our our course and our strategy is all about, which if you decide that, hey, resume writing's tough, I love it, but I would rather have someone write about who I am authentically, we give you not just an authentic resume and a LinkedIn profile, but we're going to give you all of our strategies and best practices to network your way into companies that you're excited about, because it is the most effective way. And It's a way where you are taking care of yourself and you're learning about who you are authentically and making genuine connections that last for the rest of your career instead of focusing on the short term. And that's what we recommend. We found it it to be the most successful.
1: We always want you to do the thing that's going to set you up for the most success. That's long term. And that's that's really what we're all about here. We are optimized career solutions after all. And there's such an importance towards having that streamlined story, right, that career summary, that first impression on your resume. But also, we need to use the STAR method when we're talking about our branding to showcase those achievements and make sure that they're quantifiable. And that's really what we want to be able to do. That's where the kudos folder does come into play. Mm-hmm. But it, there's so much more that goes into this job search than just words on a document. And we really want you to be able to find that alignment in your process for jobs that, in, that and companies that align and Are going to make you feel fulfilled moving forward.
0: Absolutely. So all of this month, we're going to be talking about how you can not just strategically, but authentically advance your career. And this month, we're also figuring out and teaching you how to figure out what your unique value proposition is, because we want you to not just If you are in a job search, find that next job, but find a job where you are valued for who you are so that you can navigate throughout your career authentically and strategically, and so that you can be fulfilled both in your career and in your life for the long term. We really appreciate you listening in. And hey, listen, give us a five star review if you have loved this uh, podcast. We really would appreciate it for 2024. We have big plans for this podcast, not just to continue bringing you some really great career advancement advice, but also to bring on guests to give you some additional insights from all over from different industries. We're really excited. Please stay tuned for the rest of this month so that we can. Help help you build your unique value proposition. Stay tuned for tomorrow where we dive further into this on our YouTube channel. You can watch this episode on our YouTube channel, Optimize Career Solutions on YouTube. And I hope that you have a great rest of your week and a great rest of your 2024.
1: Thank you for attending
0: the Career Advancement Academy this week. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation. If you know a friend or colleague who would benefit from this episode, make sure to share it with them and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes. If
1: you're interested in working with us, check out www.optimizecareersolutions.com to learn more.